Hello and welcome back to GKAD. This week we're being GK underscore Genic and reviewing Namie Amado's latest album. Joining me, of course, is... Oh, I'm Logie. Whose voice is very podcast-genic. Oh yeah, and I'm Zero. <laughs> She's very spacey-genic. I'm extremely spacey-genic. I take medication for it. I actually forgot to take my pill this morning. <laughs> and of course, I'm Jaylee. Genic. <laughs> Underscore Genic is the 12th studio album released by Amado Namie, as we like to call her, Namie Amado. No, we don't. There were zero physical singles leading in, but she had quite a few promo tracks. I'm not going to state them all for you here. I'm just going to let Loki give us his beautiful mouth words. Yes, let's (laughs) let him start this, because then that will fire the shots and we can follow suit. (laughs) Pew pew. So this album is uh, pretty awesome, actually. It's uh, you don't. How can I put it nicely, genically? Amran Amie is really fucking good. I kind of when she was in her J-pop phase and beginning out, you know, I was I was all about her. And then when she took a break, I took a break and never really paid attention to her until Checkmate came along a few years ago. And, uh, and then started to realize that, she no, she really is quality. When she kind of went the R&B route, I didn't care as much because I'm not an R&B guy. But with Checkmate and Uncontrolled and Feel, I was like, this it, she's really just fucking good. She is what I think every... She kind of she kind of does it herself in this album. I think every woman should listen to this album and her because she's a good person to... Uh, idolize, I think you get, and you get songs like you know, like Photogenic and Fashionista, where it's just like I'm the best diva in the whole world, and uh, I kind of dig it. She was, I think she's always kind of been compared to like the Japanese Madonna, but I can kind of see that because later years Madonna has that I'm the best in the world kind of persona, and uh, you know what, Namia does works. it better. Namia does it better, man. I'm I being agree. objective here, but she actually has music to back it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I completely agree, and it's. I think you know she and she's doing it at a younger age, which which I think benefits you know the masses. It does make it look a little less desperate compared to Madonna's assertions. I love that she does. You know, she's an R and B artist, but she does different you know different tastes in her music. You know, like uh, you know, like Time Has Come has that little eight bitness to it. Uh, it has the doo wop going for it. Uh, Fly, which is. I thought a really interesting uh, track is, you know, it's R&B, but it's also got, like, EDM and rock elements to it, and I really dug that. Um, my favorite track on the album by far is Scream. I'm a sucker for that that EDM buildup and that chord progression that it has, and it just, like, bursts at the chorus. I love that, and uh, I wish there was more songs like that, even though uh, Fly kind of has that a little bit. And even um, What I Did For Love kind of has that as well, uh, which... I kind of enjoyed. I love the fact that this album is pretty much start to finish 
uh, upbeat tempo songs, and then you get to anything and what I did for love, which are, you know, kind of bring it down a notch, but are also really good. Can't say a bad thing about this besides the fact that Be Who I Want to Be is as annoying as the track spelling out is. <laughs> and uh, you just I, hate Hatsune Miku. I really do. Domino's Pizza really ruined Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I can't even say that I hate that because it's, you know, it's a cutesy little song and it's kind of, you know, that it, it starts out kind of enjoyable, but then Miku kicks in. I, I love the pun of Space Invader, how that plays out in the song. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's it's just really fucking good. I can't, I, someone else talk with words. <laughs> I wouldn't say that there is nothing to complain about because I really cannot stand anything just because it is... Namie's version of Unpretty by TLC and just it's too similar <laughs> it's just too similar like I'll start listening to it and I keep expecting the chorus from Unpretty to start but it never comes I agree I see that too but it's funny because I've listening to this album for some reason I, I was like I need to compare her to someone in America and I really I was like is she like Beyonce not really is she Madonna yeah I could see that and then I saw she kind of sounds like everyone from TLC mashed into one person. And uh, that, and it's funny that you bring that up, that I had that thought, because I had that thought way before anything. But you are right, that is a TLC song. Going into this album, it's really difficult. My first listen was complicated, because Uncontrolled was amazing, Feel was amazing, like, the bar has been raised, and it's just been raised by herself so she has no one to blame but herself for these raised expectations. <laughs> so, like, my first listen, I was kind of like, I felt like a lot of the songs were forgettable, and it didn't really measure up to the level that Uncontrolled or Feel was. But the more I listen to it, the more I can pick out the distinguishing characteristics of each song, and the more I can appreciate it. And I enjoy it more, because when I first listened to it, I was very, like, review-y, like, how does this hold up? What does this mean for not me Amado's career? But when I just put it on and I'm listening to it, I'm having such a good time, and it's so good, and I think that you're wrong, because Space Invader is the best freaking track on this album. (laughs) I love that song so much. Other than that, I really love Photogenic and Birthday, even though it's kind of cheesy, and I fucking adore Golden Touch and its amazing video that I suggest everybody gets high and watches. No, for real. (laughs) If you don't have access to uh, the means to get high, it doesn't matter. Just watch it anyway. I watched it on on my TV screen, imagining what it would be like to put my finger in the middle of the screen. But then you kind of like watch from afar, like close one eye and line it up. (laughs) Get high, pull out your phone, watch it, put your finger there. You will be enraptured. The only thing that I have kind of issues with is some of the mixing. When it comes to like these club dance EDM tracks, songs like Stranger is where it's most apparent. The vocals can kind of get washed out by the background, and I feel like with just a bit of fine-tuning in the mixing, that wouldn't have been a problem. But that's such a minor thing, especially when it doesn't appear on every single track. So... It's good, and I feel like if you're not coming through this as like a, this has to be better than feel or it's shit, then <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> I definitely, I don't think it's better than feel. Um, I think the quality of tracks were better on feel, but here it's just, I, for some reason this was like my coming out party of realizing that she's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. This was your epiphany album. Yes, exactly. 
I'm completely in agreement with you, Jaylee, on, on some of the tracks that her vocals do get washed out, which is kind of upsetting. Um, I do want to say something about the, the English on this album, though. In general, I'd say it's it's much more consistent, her pronunciation and stuff, than, than it was on Feel. But I bet you anything people won't complain as much about the English on this one, even though it's not as good. Like, it doesn't have moments where it's very clear and you totally know exactly what she's saying nearly as often as they happened on Feel. But it was really inconsistent <laughs> on Feel. So, like, people are going to complain about the English on that one way more because the Englishy moments are much more noticeable on that one than they are on this one. I love her trying to say twerk on every woman. <laughs> <laughs> that is a train wreck and it's hilarious oh, that was man. like the one where it was like ooh this is the bad <laughs> yep. English song <laughs> yep. that aside just in general it's I thought this had kind of there's a lot of self-awareness I feel in this one like the songs that she chose for this were, were very in tune with her strengths just in general like she does this kind of EDM she does this kind of uh, hip hop you know she does this kind of dance, this kind of, you know, this kind of ballad. I, I hate to say it. Yes, anything sounds too much like Unpretty, but that's the kind of ballad she's really good at, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I wish so much that Tsuki had been on here because it is far superior, but still, like, it's nice. It, that's what she does well. It's kind of this sweet, you know, not monotone. There's just enough kind of, like, passion and love behind it, but, you know, it, it's it's not too demanding. You know, and and yeah. good. I'm glad that she doesn't do anything too demanding on this album. In the past, when she's done stuff that was too demanding, you could tell it was too much for her, and it was a little rough. But overall, on this album, she she is clearly demonstrating what she has, you know, mastered as a pop artist, and she doesn't give us really too many surprises on here. But as a result, it's really really fucking solid. Uh, the lack of surprises does kind of make it, you know, less. Oh my god, wow, than albums like Feel, but I mean, if you like Namiya's... I don't know, I was really surprised by Space Invader. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'll i give you that one. That one was a really, really solid track, and I, I, you know, like you guys, I'm a really big fan of how the how the phrase was used, the pun. I like bad dad jokes, so, but it is a really solid track. I think it helps that it's between every woman and anything, <laughs> because every woman is probably the weakest track on the album, and anything is kind of a love it or hate it kind of song. Mm-hmm. You keep your opinions to yourself. I love every woman, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, me oh. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so right. Best thing with every woman is that, you know, there's not, uh, there's not any real risks taken, but, like, I love the bassy drums in the verses. The chorus sounds so damn triumphant, and, you know, it's just really, really well executed and well put together. Really, the only track on here that I didn't like is is Be Who I Want to Be, but not because of Miku. I just really don't like Sophie's production style. You know, I loved, I loved that retro synth intro, but then, like, he does the pitch shifting on the rest of the accompaniment, and it just sounds really clumsy, like it's a bunch of blocks falling apart, and, like, I just, I don't like I just don't like this production style. It's too minimal. It doesn't go anywhere. I kept waiting for the song to do something. Yeah, end. <laughs> to be honest, with with the collaboration with Hatsune Miku, I just really kind of expected something, I don't know, more futuristic or interesting in any way. I mean, I'm not even a Hatsune Miku fan, but like, come on. Hatsune Miku literally exists to give you the creative freedom to do anything you fucking want. And this is what they did? Eh. There's a lot of stuff that you just shouldn't do with with pitch shifting and, you know, just making every single synth pluck through the entire fucking sound pitch shifted is one of those things you should never do. Uh, and then, you know, having there be nothing else aside from that, it was just kind of like, 
Um, can I just get a remix of this? Can I get the vocal track of this and have some fan, like DJ Amaya or somebody like that, actually do something good with this? <laughs> Please, because <laughs> I just it just was not. It was. It did not feel like good. a very empty track. It was extremely well. empty, and I was really, really kind of like little shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I, it really kind of upsets me too because you know stylistically, this album is a great introduction to Namie for you know fans in the West. And there's the, the collaboration with David Guetta is on there, which, by the way, is far superior to his original version of the song, which had a different vocalist on there. And it was just really... Eh. And it's got all these different styles on there that are, you know, really, really solid. It's a good introduction to J-pop, too, because some of the songs, like Birthday especially, have this sort of Shibuya K warmth to them that I really like. And then they've got this Hatsune Miku song on there. And Hatsune Miku is one of those, like, gateway drugs into the world of J-music for a lot of Westerners. So that really could have been a great opportunity to kind of bring those people into the world of actual vocals. And and I feel like that opportunity was totally squandered with this track, you know? Here, I think you're right. Yeah, where, um, where I think 1OK Rock is the band that should introduce J-Rock to the world. Um, mm-hmm. I think Nami is a good candidate for, you know, R&B, J-pop to, you know, burst into the world correctly. But... I think you're right as well where she really needs to clean up her English a little bit before she, you know, she's got the music to do it. Now she's got to work on the, the language a little bit because mm-hmm. she's been this same way for a long time and she likes to sing in English and she really just needs to kind of own up and, uh, and deal with the problem. Yeah. And honestly, there were a lot of tracks on field that kind of gave me hope that she was improving, but um, no, that improvement is not shown here. <laughs> And one thing that uh, that I think gets very understated uh, with albums is something that this album does very well and makes it very listenable is that the track lengths are really short. Besides anything, everything is under four minutes by a lot. Yeah. Um, And that is just so uh, pleasing to me because I like to, you know, being able to blow through an album and get the experience that, you know, the artist wants to get across, but not draw, you know, drawing it out is so, uh, it's one of the things that really attracts me to listening to a full album instead of in the day and age of just picking out tracks. That's definitely one of those production decisions where you can tell she was gearing this more towards the Western audience a little bit because, I mean, Japan is used to the long track lengths. We're used to standing four and a half minute songs mm-hmm. at least because you know they would always do the, the verse and chorus on the TV performances to cut it down but they don't play music on the radio there the way they do here so there was never any reason to cut everything down to three minutes but you know in the west we're definitely very much used to you know okay I'm done with this song now at the three and a half minute mark well, let's go to the next one so you can really tell that they they definitely said alright let's do this short because we want westerners to be cool with that and they, they really do a good job of, of keeping it uh, keeping it from feeling like they cut things down on purpose, which is really hard to do. So they, they definitely did a good job of planning these tracks out to make them, all right, the point is, is across at three and a half minutes and we're done now. And they don't, you know, overly elongate things unnecessarily, which happens. This definitely felt like, all right, we've tried the hip hop stuff. We've tried the dance stuff. We've tried the New Jack Swing stuff. We tried the EDM stuff. Let's mush it all together into one album, the best of all worlds. And this is what they ended up with. And again, I think it's a very self-aware album. I think it plays to all Namiya's strengths. So it's good stuff.
so that does it for this episode of GKAD. Of course, follow us on Twitter. I am GKJ Lee. He is GK Loki, L-O-K-I. She is GK Zero, Z-E-R Zero, and the show is J-Pop, J-Rock underscore. Janet. <laughs> Janet. <laughs> you, you were waiting to do that. <laughs> I have been. Uh, and if you uh, if you like uh, what you hear and you want to hear more, head up to jpopjrock.com for all of our past GKAD episodes, as well as Gaijin Kampai proper from back in the day, and uh, where you can hear more Amaro Namie reviews if you uh, so feel the past and future. You are just uncontrolled. I'm going to use leash on you. Oh, <laughs> oh checkmate, Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, I gotta admit, Loki, you're kind of a genius, 2000. Guys, could we concentration 20, please? <laughs> but we want to break the rules. Just let us. Um, Death Strikes Volume 1, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Until next time, I am Jay Lee. I am Loki. And I am Sweet 19 Blues. Oh, got it. Oh. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs>